Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. Welcome to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike is not always all right, Crawford. How you doing, buddy? I'm better. Better. <laughs> Guess who's back? I'm better. Kobe's back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike has COVID for two times in a month? Probably. You just getting it all out of the way since you've been waiting two years for it, or what's the deal? Man, I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. You've got your toilet licking fetish back up and running? What's happening? <laughs> what are you doing? Making nah, out with doorknobs? Can... What's happening? <laughs> People in this world not staying safe, man, but you know. Oh. Gotta do better, but it's all good. That's all right, man. The cards aren't going to play themselves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know I'm what, man? That's okay. My, uh, I had a little running with some my grandmother fell my grammy fell she was in the bathroom luckily my aunt was with her they lived together but they live like 25 minutes away and so she fell in the bathroom she couldn't get up because she couldn't get her traction like her foot fell asleep so it's like this poor old lady you know she's a little overweight she's not a little overweight she's pretty overweight but you know she's just riding her days out watching her programs doing her thing (laughs) Watch your mouth when you talk about your grams like that. I, hey, I'm just saying. What do you mean? What did I say that was rude? That she's overweight? She really is. <laughs> you could have just left it at that. You ain't have to add. Well, that it's issue. it's she's more for to give a full perspective of her health and like why my aunt <laughs> couldn't pick her up by herself. So, anyway, she's just a stubborn old bag. She wouldn't call nine one one to or anything. So it's like through telephone, like. My aunt calls my mom, who calls me, who doesn't answer, who calls my wife, who calls me, and that's like, okay. Okay, Brendan's going to be on his way. So then on the way there, it's like, I've got this gnarly sciatica pain going down my freaking leg for the last few days. It's like, since you had COVID, that's my empathy pain. So can you get over COVID already so this can go away, please? Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm like, I'm like driving and I got to kind of like position my leg weird, whatever. So I'm, you know. Just driving, whatever. And all of a sudden, whoosh, hit a bird. Bird just committed vehicular suicide. Just flew right into the headlight. I was like, <laughs> a bird's not something you hit and stop and check. Like, hey, is that bird okay? You're like, that bird's fucking gone, man. <laughs> yeah, you keep it moving. It's a bird. If you hit an animal, do you stop? I've never hit an animal. Huh? Ever? All right, let me ask you this. If there's a dead animal in the road and you run it over, do you care? I drive around. I know, but what if you like, ah, shit, I didn't see that. Do you care? Or are you like, hmm? No, I do care. I don't want to drive over dead animals. That's not. Did you ever see the Randy Johnson pitch when he exploded the bird? Yes. That's like the best (laughs) pitch in the history of baseball. (laughs) That that is an amazing pitch, bro. (laughs) And the fact that he missed so wildly. Or he didn't miss so wildly. The bird flew in front of the... The, uh... the curve. It was going to yeah, be a yeah, curve. Yeah, yeah. It was just at the... Just having to hit it. I always, the... I always remembered it wrong. Like, it was... He threw a wild pitch and it hit a bird in the back. But that's not true. No, he it just was, had the that bird flew hook. right in front of the yeah. batter and exploded into a million feathers. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Randy had a nasty hook. Oh, speaking of nasty hooks, this old lady got 86 from a bowling comedy show. <laughs> what? So I've been doing these stand-up mics. I've started been going a little frequently. I'm still barely, like, I barely hit double digits just because schedule-wise I haven't been getting out there as much as I'd like. But I'm starting to get out there at least two or three times a week now, which is good. Um, one of them's at Corbin Bowling Alley, which is a local bowling alley. And every Thursday they have an open mic. Well, this last Thursday I went and 
there's this like, I don't know, late fifties, early sixties lady, <laughs> white lady trying to do comedy had a not great, but she had okay jokes like for the first half of her set. It's supposed to be a seven minute set. She's about four minutes in and she tries to pull an NRA NAACP <laughs> acronym joke. And then just just so she could say a word similar. And then it was like, the room was kind of like, Ugh. like, don't do like, hey, man, don't do that. And then she was like, oh, maybe they don't get it. So she like tried it a couple more times. And then it was like, OK, like people were just audibly like, what the fuck? And it was like, so she was like. Okay, that's my time. And then how she didn't beeline it out the door, I don't know. She went and sat back down. By the way, her and her man she was with were sitting at the front table. So she's at the front table. The dude comes on after her, who I saw at another open mic uh, on Tuesday. And he's a goth comic dude. He's funny kid. Funny kid. Funny dude. And... He got up there and he started, he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, address it. He's like, hey, first of all, your the first half of your set was good, but let me just say, drop that joke. Just do yourself a favor and get rid of that. <laughs> and then he was like, hey, but you know what? We're all up here trying everything. Can we get a round of applause? And it was like three people clapped, started clapping. That was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Nobody else is clapping. We're like, no, no, not good effort. Poor effort all the way around. <laughs> and then so she ended yeah, up leaving. And then the whole set was good. Y'all should have clapped for it. She fucked up. It wasn't that. Well, it wasn't that she fucked up. It was that it seemed like that was where she was trying to get to the whole time after you see the whole <laughs> she set. It was a good joke, bro. <laughs> it wasn't a good joke, though. And the fact that it's like, if it doesn't land, don't push it. And she kept pushing it and making it worse. And it was like. All right, but hey, I will give it to her. She went and sat back down in her seat like, hey, man, that shit went wrong. Oh, well, you know, like that's how comedy is supposed to be. And I do think that the, I will say this. I think the room was a little sensitive because they 86 her. They're like, don't come back to this room and don't come to my other show with this thing. And I'm like, all right. I mean, hey, if they have the balls to come back and get back up there and try something else. I, you know, let him try something else. I, she wasn't going up there to be malicious. She was going up there thinking pushing the envelope was funny and it's the wrong envelope. <laughs> Send that shit back. <laughs> Return to sender. Don't. <laughs> Don't open it ever. Well, well, she was just trying. Man, why is the, why is the comedy community, community so rough, bro? That's what I'm saying. Like, that was the part that I was like, joke and it's like over. Yeah, see, I'm down with not clapping. I didn't boo. Some people booed when she got off stage. I didn't boo her. I didn't. I just didn't support what she was doing. I'm just. I'm just gonna sit here and be here. So, but the fact yeah, that they 86 her, I'm like, uh, I mean, this is supposed to be a reckless spot, and if people are being reckless, but they're also going up there like children don't even know what they're doing. Like, doesn't matter how old you are, you know. You got to learn lessons the hard way sometimes, but. If you tell somebody they did something wrong and don't give them the opportunity to correct it, that's fucked up. There you go. That's all I'm saying. That's enough. Now, if she came back and just rewrote the same joke, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Do like you don't get stabbed in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if she came fuck. back with the same joke, rewritten, tried to like switch it up a bit, uh, I, I'd be totally down with somebody like, <laughs> meet her outside. Yeah, see, that's well, that's the that's when I'm like, okay, just you can go now. We don't need you in this yeah. in this area. But a one time shot, like there. The problem <laughs> is, the problem is, so it wasn't man. hilarious. If it was hilarious, it might have still not landed well. But it would have been like, it was a good joke. But just don't do that joke. You know what I mean? Because you can't say yeah. the word that's associated with that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But what if she was in the mirror when she said it, right? And it just, it was so fire. It her. just clicked. Like, 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 in that moment, she might have been off. She might have been high. Just like her glitter she, corduroids, it was and she like lit. she her ass off in this moment <laughs> when she said it. And she's like, oh, I got to use that one. Like, oh, my gosh, dude. And then imagine how many times <laughs> she practiced it. 
<laughs> up until that how many different which way am i gonna say it and then because she it was like it took her no joke two and a half seconds to say the word because she was like doing all the letters of the acronym so it was like ah she's like dragging everything out Oh my gosh, dude. So the fact that she probably practiced that a thousand times before she went to a bowling alley on Thursday. Who gets kicked out of a bowling alley on a Thursday? Only people that bring weapons. And they usually are allowed back as long as you don't bring the weapons. Oh, man. Oh. I, hey, do you like bowling? It would have been funny. What? Do you like bowling? I will bowl. Everybody bowls. That. Is I'm that not, the universal thing that everybody it. does? Like, everybody will throw it. A bowling ball. Yeah, you can. You can always enjoy, it, man. You can always have fun bowling. A couple of beers. You want to know who's awful at bowling? Me. The uh, <laughs> the inspiration for this episode number T.O. Terrell Owens is an awful bowler. He claims really? to be good. I thought he was pretty good at bowling. I don't know. I bowled next to him once, and uh, he was not. I expected more out of him. How old would the, you expect it more? How good are you at a bowling? I'm not great. I will say the. <laughs> All right. So I would say on average, I'm about like 140 to 160, depending on how my body is doing that day. That's that's right in there. I'm not great. Not terrible. I, was in a, I have a bowling trophy in my garage from when I was like. I mean, 11. that's like half of what a perfect game. That's pretty decent bowling. Yeah, 50%. I mean, it's not great, but. I will say there was one well, 50% time. Fifty percent is way different in bowling compared to in life. But, yeah, all right, I see it. That's true. But there was one time uh, in Palmdale bowling. I was with my friend at the time, now my wife, and we went to the bowling alley with some people. It was just the two of us bowling, and we showed up to the bowling alley, and I was shammered, like. <laughs> It was, it was, I was lucky I got in the bowling alley. Then we were doing, we had a pitcher of beer on, on the table for the two of us. And every third frame, we went to the bar and took a shot. So (laughs) I bowl like a 180 something the first game. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. This this uh the bowling oil's working here. This is this is good. Next game, the first time I ever break two hundred. The <laughs> third game, I bowl the best game of my life. One of which I threw the ball down the wrong alley and then threw it back in the right alley and ended up getting a strike. I bowled like a two seventeen or a two eighteen or something like that, and I could not <laughs> see straight. <laughs> So my best game, I do remember. I made them print it out because I was so drunk at the time. I was like, I'm probably not going to remember that I got this score. Can you print it out for me? <laughs> and I took the printout home. I would definitely have taken a picture of something. Well, this was back in the day before all of that stuff. Oh, I yeah, mean, it wasn't that old. long ago, but it was... I mean, I want to say it was... 16, 18 years ago. It was almost two decades ago, bro. I'm old. Yeah, man. if you're getting there, we're old. No, it wasn't that long. I have no concept of time. Maybe we were together. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, hey. How is your tasting doing this time around? Are you still tasting, smelling fine? Yeah. So you didn't get any of that one. That's good. Let me ask you no, a question I just got here. the fever and the pain. Yeah, well, the good news is the aches go away. You know, and those kind of, sweats. like, each day they dissipate a and little the bit. bullshit and more bullshit. Oh, you were shooting no, out stop. manure? Gross. No. Well, speaking of manure, um, if you were going to have a dinner party, mm-hmm. who would you have at your dinner party? Who would be your guests? Now, let me start at, at, at your table. Now, let me start by this. What do you think is... An appropriate dinner table setting. How many places? Five. Okay. Well, Six. how come? Keep the number even just in case people want to break. But you need space to eat, bro. Like, I don't, Did you I know that one of those numbers like... is weird? Like a five or a six is like you're not supposed to have six. You're supposed to keep it to five or something like that. Did you know that? 
Yeah, I didn't either. For rounds, that's stupid. Yeah, anyway. but if it's a round table, I want six max. Six. Okay. We all need elbow room. We like yes. people don't be giving you elbow room to eat at these parties, man. Be like eight, nine people at your table. You be like, that's too much. And you can't have a, yeah. you can't have the same conversation. Like five or six people can have the same conversation, but six is even pushing it. So you would have six people at your dinner party, including you. Yeah, because I'm probably thinking couples. But you can have whoever you want at this dinner party. Like, this is like Mike's, Mike is like, uh, Mike's Michael Jordan. Like, anybody's going to take a dinner with Michael Jordan. So this is the Mike Crawford experience. Anybody in the world, it doesn't matter who it is. Or if it's somebody like, you love your 7-Eleven clerk. I used to love Boopy. Your 7-Eleven clerk? Yeah, I actually had Patel was down at the mobile station, and my buddy JP had uh, Boopy was his 7-Eleven guy. Yeah, if you don't know your local liquor store guy, then come on, man. What are we doing here? Did you not grow up poor? Excuse me. <laughs> so, how, so who would be at this? So you have five seats available at your dinner party. Are you reading an email? I'm losing you here. You're not losing me. I'm reading the script. What are you talking about? There's not a script for a question, you motherfucker. I'm asking you who would you have (laughs) at a dinner party. And I asked, just ask, you asked me how many, and I said five or six. And you said, who would you have? And I'm thinking about who I would fucking have. Well, listen, man, this is more of an (laughs) audio platform than a visual. I need you to help me out here, buddy. Okay, but I also got to think about Talk me through your thoughts, Mike. We want to know how you tick. You don't want to know how I tick. I'm yes, I do. Crazy. That's the whole point of this shit. I'm I'm crazy. Nobody wants to know how I tick. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Lunatic. I can out crazy any day of the week, and you fucking know it. You've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you wish? Uh-huh. All right, buddy boy. No. So who? Right. What are these other Jay-Z fucking lunatics you're inviting? At the dinner to? All right. S. Doc Carter. Dog. Who else? At the dinner table. So Sean Carter. Who else? Um. I'm at the dinner table. Yeah, Mike's there. Sitting uh, next to the Jigga Man, for sure. <laughs> Jordan's at the dinner table. On your other elbow. <laughs> My guys. Um, then who are you sitting across from? Because that, So you have your, your right and your left. And then who are you sitting across from? Because that's the next most important person. And then the two people that are off in your Denzel. peripheral. Oh, Denzel. Did you see Denzel's tribute to the Jackie Robinson thing at the All-Star game? Yeah, Denzel Denzel is my guy, man. He's like the only person that's able to do that. You're like, oh, it's Jackie Robinson? Who's the only person that can do this? Denzel or Morgan Freeman? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, then we need some funny at the table, so I'm probably going to have somebody funny at the table to keep the conversation light. I don't need nobody getting too serious. We're just going to eat, enjoy the night. That's about it. So your boy Kevin and, Hart? Um, nah. <laughs> Kevin Hart's a chump. I know. <laughs> I'm keeping I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it sports and say my man Shay Shay. Shannon Sharp, man. Oh, man, there you the go. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a character. Yeah. He's definitely a character, bro. Yeah. So you get that you get that <laughs> silliness out of him. So you get that you get you get Shannon Sharp's kind of that three tool guy for you. You get the the on-air personality, you get the superstar athlete, and you get the comic relief all out of one person. Yeah, because Jordan and Jay-Z is too serious. Yeah, man. they're going to be... You might need to split them up, come to think of it. You might need to have Shannon Sharp in between there somewhere. <laughs> I'm in between them. Trying to all right, ex- then you got one more. You got now. any females at this party? Or are you just keeping it nah, low-down poker game? I have a female at the table, us full of dudes. Who, what female would want to just be sitting with us dudes? No. Um, oh no! I said if it ain't no like couple thing, then I'm only gonna have five. But who else would I want? Stedman. Who? Stedman. Oprah. <laughs> no, Stedman. We're gonna have Oprah at the table, man. So she can just teach us all how to get as rich as she is. She's already. Come on. All these people that are like, uh, we're doing pretty well, Mike. Don't worry about us. 
It's just for like They're supposed to be teaching me. This is me trying to learn from them so I can be as rich as they are, man. That's what this is all about, buddy. Let's see. If I had... Strategizing. See, I would do... I think as you... I had six in my head as well, including me. But now, after you just did all that and you were kind of left with a straggler, I think I would have five. I'd keep a little more concise. Keep the uh, conversations a little more tight. Um... (laughs) So who would I want there? That is fucking interesting. Um, I would go kind of all across the board. So I would probably go with... uh, Let's see. I'd probably have... So it's me. I'm going to be there. I'd have Mick Jagger (laughs) for the rock and roll stories and the music. Mick Jagger. Um... I'd have my boy Tom Segura on, just because I like what he's doing these days, and I think it's... Uh, Tom Segura's fucking funny. Yeah. He's he's just business moguling like crazy right now, so I'm just like, what you doing? Okay, thanks for showing me. <laughs> um, as much as I love my man Joe Montana, he's just kind of too dry for a fun dinner, so I couldn't <laughs> have him in there. Um... Joe, you think Joe's dry? A little bit. I've heard him on Dan Patrick a few times. Just like if you rub him the wrong way, he's just like, "Okay, this is done." I'm like, "Yeah, you got to loosen up a little bit, Joe." Um, <laughs> let's see. I probably have Big Daddy Kane Big for Daddy the other Kane. side of music and to get some representation <laughs> and. and uh, maybe like Lou Holtz, just for fucking fun, man. Just to be like Lou, Lou shut Holtz up, you silly dog. Oh, he's got some stories, and he's a fucking winner. Like that dude, just he like for somebody to have a lisp as bad as he does, and to be paid as much as he gets for motivational speeches. You know, the guy's got content. What he's saying, <laughs> you know. Oh, <laughs> So that would probably be my current like dinner party situation, just for a fuck around day, for sure. Nice and easy. What would you serve these people? I mean, I'm black. I'm serving soul food. All right. <laughs> we soul food, buddy. So, what's your like ultimate soul food dinner? I mean, you got options, man. I know, but what's Mike uh, Crawford's like? If you put together a homeschool. It depends on the day, man. I can be a pork chop guy on some days. I'm talking about this dinner party with your celebrity friends. Yeah, like the menu's going to have to have options, bro. All right, well, lay me down with some options then. I was starting to go through some options, and then you cut me the fuck off. Okay. (laughs) Like I was saying before I was interrupted. So, I don't know, man. It would be probably ribs, chicken of some sort, probably chicken quarters because it's a dinner party. Okay. And um, I don't know. What did I say? Ribs? Because we do pork ribs, man, and chicken quarters, and then some type of beef option. Like a brisket I don't want to keep something. it burger, so maybe a brisket or meatloaf, man, you know? Oh, I love a good meatloaf. Then mac and cheese for most black people because I don't do that. Yeah. It's gonna be some cabbage in there, mm. some green beans, you know, some cornbread around there somewhere. You know, now you're making me hungry, man. Do you do potatoes um, of any kind? Uh, depending if my mom's making them, she knows not to put cream and but all that crap in my potatoes. But you know, but you do mashed. Some, yeah, but it was some. But I'll eat yams too, like okay. yeah, at a. At, Part of the soulful dinner party, you gonna have all that. Like the side is gonna be in abundance. Sweet potatoes, stuffing. Gotta have that marshmallows on top of them sweet potatoes, man. You know how we do, man. Do you do any gravy with that kind of stuff? Or since it's barbecue, you keep the gravy. You definitely do gravy with the mashed potatoes, and depending on the meatloaf that's made, you might have some gravy for that. Yeah, if it's not a ketchup base, if it's a gravy base. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. (laughs) All right. Have you ever had cabbage and bacon? Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favorite. Brussels things. sprouts. I'm a bro. I don't know when I start liking Brussels sprouts, but Brussels sprouts are so fire. 
Brussels sprouts are mini cabbages. Yeah, but they're fire. How do you eat your Brussels? Oh, I mean, I don't eat them. I don't make them, so I eat them from out, and they be cooked with bacon, man. And I don't know. That's just it. I guess that's what you mean, how you ate them. Ah. That's it. (laughs) Oh, kicking equipment over here. All right. Well, I ate a bunch of (laughs) shit at this. uh, I I was lucky enough to go to uh, the MLB All-Star Weekend here in Los Angeles. Um, I was able to go to all three days. We went... Uh, it was basically for my son's birthday present, but we were kind of both like, wink, wink, nod, nod. We both love baseball. Um, so Saturday we went down to the convention center. They had, like, the convention center expo, like, outdoor play areas, like, all kinds of crap. It was super, super cool. Um, like, there's just – I love the, the history and the nostalgia stuff. And with baseball, it's just, you know – it's built in because baseball's old as garbage. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's like when you put old stuff on top of being nostalgic on top of, you know, the first day of this exciting three-day, you know, MLB event, It's it was very, very cool experience. And the four of us all got to do it together, both my wife and I and our two kids. So that was a lot of fun. Fun for the whole family. That was rad. Um, we then went to... The Home Run Derby on Monday, which was, that was pretty rad. Were you watching the Home Run Derby, or were you pretty uh, sacked? No, I was laying in bed, so you know I was watching the Derby, and Juan Soto won and fucked the Nationals, even though I'm from this area. Shit, birds going to make my man take a charter jet to the Derby. He chartered out there and still won, because he turned down y'all bullshit contract. Sub 30 a year. Sub thirty a year, yeah, what but for fuck? fifteen years. Like, no, I don't care about the fifty. We can cut it to ten. There's no way I'm taking sub thirty. And that's you the thing is, he's like thirty three no, 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 and no. thirty four. Ten years from now, five years from now, thirty is not even gonna be top of the market. Well, right, and I'm gonna be top of the market player. It's no way I'm taking that. Well, exactly, and that's what I was trying to explain to my wife. She's like, he turned down the richest contract in MLB history. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But his contract expires in like two years. Two years. And then he yes. could make a hundred million more at least, probably knock it down to, you know, ten years and sign another contract in his early thirties. Yeah, like, like or oh. he'll be good. Like he knows what he's doing, <laughs> you know. Fifteen yeah, years he is paid for a reason. So is yeah, yeah it's but... people think like, oh, he's locked down, like he's he's good for life. He's got fifteen years. He's like, No, 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 I'm trying to sign another yeah, contract, like... bros. they're gonna be mad and do him like that because he ain't want to take their low ball off because i technically take it as a low like the top of the market for what he his like mookie and Charlie and those guys are getting 34 35 million dollars you know this man would take 29 and here's the other thing like they did the bryce harper thing they paid him and then didn't pay him again and he took off and Soto's all they got now, really. So it's like, are you going to pay your number one guy, or are you just going to go back to being the Expos again? That's what they're going to do. And Tiggy's going to go back to being cheap as hell, and I'm going to go to more games. Hey. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got this guy they just drafted that's supposed to be pretty five-tooly. So, but he's, what, three, four years away from the bitch? Yeah, he sounds so. like a real tool indeed. <laughs> uh, the, but the home run derby was fun the kid from fucking Seattle dude it's like how are you hitting that ball so hard jeez where's that power coming from bro it was kind of tough I will say it was a little tough to watch in the stadium only because well we you know we were kind of upper reserves like you know <laughs> got the seats we could and we yeah. were the sun listen I will say there's nothing better than that sunset at eight o'clock, that two and a half minutes, the sun's going down over the back of the stadium. And it's like, it's the most tranquil two and a half minutes. Like I've had in a long time, (laughs) just like baseball, cool summer night, 80 degrees, sun going down. It's like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is why we go through all the pain for this. (laughs) Yeah. They were just, uh, on the broadcast, they were talking about how it, um, how the sunlight was affecting the batters. That's why I was asking. Yeah, it was affecting the batters too, for sure. 
um, who, you know, it's more important that they can see. But also, they changed, like, they changed the way that they can pitch now because before it was the ball had to land, then you throw. Like, when they went to the time. Before it was outs and it didn't matter. Like, you just keep hucking them. And then they went to time and then it was like one ball had to land, then you can throw. One ball had to land, then you can throw. And then now they're doing it to where they realize that was stupid. But now they're doing it to where I can't tell the pacing of it. It's like one ball still in the air while another one's getting pitched. I think it's when a ball is like safe, like everybody is safe or a ball is secure, then it's like now you can go. Or it's like, hey, that's a dribbler, go. You know, whatever. So <laughs> it was like we'd be watching a home run, like to see where it lands, and then you'd hear the pop of the bat, and you're like, well, yeah, like you you weren't <laughs> sure what to look at, and you're like, well. So that was kind of odd just from, like, the timing perspective of the Home Run Derby live versus watching it on TV. It's like the way they did it this year, the the timing was different. It was still super cool, so much fun. It was a blast. Um, They were definitely getting their pitch on. Yeah, they were throwing them quick. It was legit. Like, once they reset, it was go. Reset, go. I was like, dang, all right. Um, And then all three of us, my wife... Myself and my son went to the All-Star game on Tuesday, which was really cool. Um, it was an L.A. type of game, though, my brother. L.A. type of game. The wave was pathetic because there was about three quarters of the stands full. <laughs> you know, it's like either the tickets were too expensive and they didn't sell out, which normally in a stadium, if they sell out, they'd be like, we sold out today. And they didn't do no, that. They didn't sell out. So that just means, like, dude, you guys could have made the same amount of money and just dropped the ticket prices to make it more affordable for people to go, and the stadium would have been full. It's like, why do you guys got to do that kind of shit? Like, this is supposed to be the thing that's, you know, brings everybody together, and you're keeping people out because of money? Fuck you guys. Or I was yeah. also thinking the L.A. thing, it's like, a bunch of people bought tickets, and then they're like, nah, I don't feel like going. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, it's the all-star game. Like, some people wait their whole lives at a chance to go sit in the reserves, like I did. <laughs> and then you're just, like, not going to go because it's on a Tuesday, and you don't feel like it anymore. I got hung over from the uh, home run derby, so, yeah, I'm not going to go the all-star thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. Do you participate in the wave? Home. Uh, if I'm at the game, hell yeah. What? Wait, would you do it at home ever? Would you just stand on your couch? Woo, we do it away. I know some people who do. What? That's not a real... Like a professional game. I'm not doing that like a high school game. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You have friends... Mm -hmm. That do the I'm wave not going to say that I, they're my friends. I know people that will <laughs> see the wave going on on TV and... Woohoo. With the wave, like they at the game. I want those corny. drugs. Jeez. All right. They're uh, called shrooms. Oh, no. Maybe that pokey <laughs> stick. I don't know about shrooms. Shrooms don't do that to you. <laughs> I love shrooms. <laughs> oh, that's do you do any other, uh, do you participate in any other stadium shenanigans? What do you mean, stadium shenanigans? You know, like at Wrigley Field, they do like the beer cup stack. Where they stack it down oh, no. a bunch of rows. Or I mean, like, well, I've never been to Wrigley. If I've been to Wrigley and I, I, if I had a beer cup, maybe I would. Like the uh, mm-hmm. like in, in college basketball games, the student section does all their things for the free throws. Would you be a never part of that? I've been to a college basketball game. Would you be a part of that, though? I probably wouldn't sit in the student section. Oh, some of those get so wild. I know we've talked about it before, yeah. but some of those things are so funny. S- student section be wild. Yeah. Um, I don't even want no parts and nothing that goes on in the student section because somebody does something to me. I'm you go to the studio, uh, student section at San Diego State, you walk out with an STD, brother. STDSU. <laughs> 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 oh, but let me tell you Bro. one of my favorite things in the history of the world that happened at the All-Star Game. My son turns to me in the middle of like the fourth inning and go, Dad, do fish get thirsty? I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> you got me, buddy. <laughs> That's a good one. And then I was like, I don't think so, man. They're in water. I was like, but hang on a second. 
just because they're consuming water all the time doesn't necessarily mean they're not thirsty from time to time, same as we're not hungry from time to time. I can guzzle a bunch of water and still be thirsty. But how would we know? So what do you think? Do fish get thirsty, Mike? No, they don't get thirsty. How do you know? I'm pretty sure. I talked to one last week. He told me <laughs> so. Well, uh, so in I water with open parts to their I mouth, know, which I consistently know. has water and here's going the thing, in and out. You of can't it. talk to fish, so they're like I, I looked know. it up. I did. Not, I talked to the fish. I well, you're not. Maybe you're Doctor Doolittle, and I, we just never I'm knew. Doctor Mike Little. Oh, don't don't. Yeah, maybe skip that name. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked it up a couple days or like yesterday or something like that, and turns out scientists are like, we don't fucking know. <laughs> nobody knows if fish get thirsty or not. So turns out, uh, yeah, nobody knows. My son's well, thinking. Know if you got thirsty, if you didn't tell them. Who said that? Would anybody know if you got thirsty if you didn't tell them? No, but that still would not mean that exactly. I'm, but hang on, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not thirsty. the The question wasn't do fish tell people when they're thirsty. The question was do fish, fish get thirsty? Fish can't tell nobody, so technically speaking, they're right. Nobody would ever know. Just like no, I would ever know if you were thirsty if you never told a soul. Yeah, but humans, if you do research. Talk to humans. Humans get thirsty. That's now they can do all these. Now here's the thing thirsty. that I did read up on this though is in this little blurb if that I had never read. told you they were thirsty. You wouldn't know. Correct. However, on species that scientists have done these tests on and have had people verbalize like when you know it's not like hey I'm thirsty okay humans check it's like they are scanning your body for all these things. And they're testing. They're like, you tell us when you're thirsty, and we're going to read all these charts and beep, boop, beeps, all this stuff. So they conduct similar experiments on all different types of mammals and fish and birds and all these things. And they still have come up with nothing. So do dogs get thirsty? Yes. I would assume the answer is yes, but how do we know? Did he tell you? Because of scientific research. Oh. Same scientist that told us they're dinosaurs here. So. Listen, dude, <laughs> you you're go. the one that brought it up. I didn't bring it up. Your dinosaur lore. Oh, anyway. Uh, so, last two things on the All-Star game. Giancarlo Stanton win the MVP is just another piece of gimmick hardware on his trophy case. He's never going to win anything significant because he's not a significant ball player. He just can hit home runs from time to time. Not from time to time. He can hit home runs at a pretty rapid pace without even moving his legs. Oh, great. And that also means that they he usually sucks on defense. He's terrible on he defense. He doesn't get on base. He pretty much DHs now. Yes. And the Yankees aren't winning shit anyway, so to hell with yeah, he's just going to be... He's the epitome of the individual trophy guy. That's what he is. And but I mean, was, he is part of... He's been a part of winning team, though. Like, don't call that man out. The Marlins won early in his career, and the Yankees are fucking smoking everybody by, like, 70 games. Well, where's your ring? Oh, there's a whole bunch of those guys that don't got rings. Like, I can go down the list. Like, yeah, but that, I'm saying Trump, Giancarlo Stanton. The highest-paid player in our league has no ring. Never even, I don't think he's been in the playoff like one time. And I heard someone say during the MLB draft the other day, he might be the greatest player ever. I literally heard a baseball analyst. What's his name? Carl Ravage. That's the fuck his name. Said that Mike he Trout the, was the best ever? The greatest baseball player of all time, a guy that ain't never even been in the playoff one time. Are we serious? Is this really? Because he has tools? Yeah, maybe he's the most, like, maybe he's the most natural baseball athlete ever. Like, can do it all. Like, maybe he's the he's built the best to do everything, but he's not even close to sniffing that conversation. Oh, 
he said that shit was, and nobody even nobody rebutted him. Nobody said a damn word. And I'm looking at this TV like this has to be the most un craziest shit I've ever heard for a dude who maybe been to the playoff once. So like Carl Ravage, uh, we're making cutbacks. He's like, Mike Trout's the greatest ever. Like, all right, eh, we'll extend you another six months. (laughs) Yeah, that's bananas. It was pretty cool that uh, for the fifth time in history, there were two brothers playing in the All-Star game. And they were both in the same team and hitting back-to-back in the lineup, which I thought was pretty rad. It's just cool. Only the fifth pair of brothers ever. My son knew one of them, which I didn't. So that was cool. The DiMaggio brothers. I knew the uh, Alomar brothers. Sandy and Robbie. What? The brothers that played in the All-Star game together. Oh. Oh, speaking of brothers, moving on to the NFL. Jason McCourty, one half of the McCourty brothers, retired. Why the fuck the other one didn't retire? They're twins. Like, you both to go out together, bro. Yeah, well, McCord, Jason had an interesting little run there. He was he went from being on a winless team to winning a Super Bowl. That's interesting. Hell yeah, I'm with I'm with that. Oh, slumping like a slump here. Uh, who are okay? So I wanted to ask you, like brothers in the NFL. Let's see who we can list and and. Currently? No, not currently. My brain doesn't work that well. Ever. So you got the easy ones. You got the Mannings. Mm-hmm. Peyton's better, obviously. Out of the McCourty brothers, who do you think's better? Uh, not Jason? No, not Jason. Yeah, me too. I don't remember his brother's name, but not Jason. <laughs> and I don't know if Peyton's better, bro. Then Eli... Then the Goonie, come on. Yeah, Eli's got the two chips over, over Brady, though, man. And he got the 16 and 0 killer season. Yeah. I so mean, I will Peyton's say better. that. Let me, let, me, let me stop that. Peyton's better, but. Yeah, Peyton's better, but Eli has more accolades than Peyton does. Not, not records, accolades. Like you said, he's got the two rings and then he shut down that undefeated season you know like that's that's a big deal uh i mean we've got the other defensive back brothers i forget one of them was on minnesota for a while minnesota yeah i just remember that due to this dude's religion like he was fasting during training camp and it was like dude how are you Training. Oh fast. yeah, the Abda- No, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the Muslim. Um, the Abdallah, some brothers. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't. Yeah. Um, you got the Diggs brothers. Yeah. Trayvon is clearly the yeah. best cornerback in the league. You, I mean, so, Stefan is the top five wide receiver in the league. So, you know, that's hell of their parents. Have that's some a pedigree, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when one plays offense and one plays defense, like that's just, that's better. It's better. Well, for everybody. played offense all the way into Alabama. <laughs> oh, really? They're just like, you're yeah, too mean and bad. He wanted to be just like his brother. So he played receiver in high school. He played, uh, he got recruited as a receiver, supposedly like really good four-star, five-star. Wow. And they changed him the corner at, at them. They're like, you're too big and mean. You just sit here right in the middle. <laughs> That's why he gets those picks. He gets those picks because he's been catching he for four it. years. <laughs> Longer than that. Oh. Yeah, so. I mean, who can forget the Grammatica brothers? Grammatica brothers? Yeah. Hey, yeah, the Grammatica brothers. I remember, uh, which one? Martin. The one. <laughs> celebrating. Martin kicked a game-winning <laughs> field goal, was jumping, and then broke his ankle. <laughs> broke his ankle. <laughs> Something like shit. that. Or snapped his <laughs> shin. Shit, like, <laughs> fool. You were jumping way too high. That's the damn problem. Oh, that's a kicker's legs, baby. They got them hops. No, he had those hops. He used to jump high as shit. That was like, it was a thing. That's how he, The problem that's is he was, was doing that leap 
where he was like also pointing in the air number one like somebody's gonna mm. catch me on this one nope somebody's gonna catch me on this one and then he just fell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he his old linemen weren't there to do the victory pickup like they usually do <laughs> dude was tripping. dude speaking of tripping um your boy bryce young the defending heisman trophy winner from alabama was doing a interview on sports center pretty big deal you know what i mean and they were at whatever sec media day thing so you know how they do it it's like everybody's got a corner of this giant wherever they're doing this thing but it's like it was at a stadium or something and you just see these rotund ding-dongs in the background wearing like alabama superhero capes and masks and you know like Walking back and forth, not realizing they're on TV until they do, and then they're like, oh, like, let me straighten out this giant ring that I'm wearing for a hat. Like, bro, just get out of the shot. This is like a big deal for this guy. <laughs> like, what are you doing? How do you feel about those no. people that are just so in love with their team that they're superheroes and wearing giant rings on their head or pieces of cheese? More power to him, man. Would you ever take your shirt off and be one of the guys that has a letter? Nope. No? What if it was the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl and they're like, you could have free tickets, but we need you to be the B? Then I maybe. Maybe? If I can't afford the tickets myself. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I just went to an all-star game in L.A. where there was empty seats. Super Bowl is out of reach, my brother. (laughs) 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 So if that's the the case, then... Looks like you're the B. Exactly. But you never know, man. The the Mega Man's is $600 today. Uh, You know what? (laughs) I've got about as good a chance of hitting the lotto as I do of you following through on your bets. I think you're just getting COVID at this point to avoid shaving your balls. (laughs) You think shaving is that bad? No. But I think since you've never done it, you're intimidated by it, and you keep putting it off by getting COVID. There you go. There's a smart man right there. Somebody should give you a PhD for that that logic. I'm just a poor hound dog, Mike. It's the only PhD (laughs) I am. Uh, All right. Well, we're going to settle this this debt sooner or later. Otherwise, the VIG's going to start. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to shave you're going to have to shave like a mohawk in your head or something <laughs> that's what I do I do an inverted mohawk here there you go a little chest meat for you inverted mohawk, inverted mohawk. Oh. that's yeah. what I do a little tribute to out. a fallen friend alright well what you watching these days Mr. Sicky tell me you caught up on some television no, I watched some new bullshit. So I watched some bullshit called Big Timber. <laughs> what? I laid in the bed for four days. You want to know what Big Timber's about? Yes. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. <laughs> Lumberjacks in love. No. Ah! This family who owns a, a mill in like Vancouver. So they got to go out and get wood and shit, bro. To sell wood, bro. They literally are selling fucking wood. It's the most boringest fucking show in the world. <laughs> but I started it and used to lay in the bed to it and just watch like two seasons of that bullshit. Oh, no. <laughs> of these dudes gathering logs out of the Pacific Ocean. Like, what the fuck? How'd they get a show on Netflix? Can you, someone everybody, tell me? Everybody has a show. Everybody like that, no, that's that's complete bullshit. Oh man, we used to call that's what we used to call having sex in high school, chopping wood. And <laughs> <laughs> be like, do you chop that girl? Yeah, we chopped. But just in case anyone <laughs> needs to know, red cedar is the most expensive wood. <laughs> <laughs> what so it wasn't all for nothing, Mike. You learned something. There you go. And people really don't want other shit. They're like, yo, I only we want that want red, that red cedar. cedar. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that yellow cedar. Fuck that other wood. Uh, you ain't got that red cedar. Fuck you. I'm taking my business elsewhere. Red cedar's like that Humboldt weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Dude, it's crazy, bro. Oh no, that's too funny. I'm ca- like seriously though, you didn't just binge watch The Wire or Billions like we've talked about. No, man, I was sick. My main when I'm sick, my mind doesn't work. I get, I get that. I get that. You just need something on that's distracting you from what situation you're in, but you don't necessarily want to pay attention to it. And honestly, initially, I tested negative for COVID. And my temperature got up to damn near 103. I thought I was real live fucking dying like a kidney was filling with some shit. So. But that's not what happened. Then you did test positive? Yes. Damn, you could have gone to a sporting event just for one day when you tested negative. Why? You want me to spread that No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. But a lot of people no, do I'm, that. They're I'm like, I've been waiting all year for this all-star game. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I, mean, I, still, I still wear my mask in public anyway, so yeah, probably wouldn't have spread it too bad. Now I'm going to start wearing my shit everywhere. Yeah, I mean, if you're susceptible like that, that's what happens when you don't go outside and roll in the dirt from time to time. Your immune system is <laughs> shot. Rub some dirt on it, dude. Just as long as you get better. That's all that matters. Oh, you know what you could binge? Hey, actually, I have a show for you that is a good uh, COVID show for you. Forged in Fire. I love this show. Have you ever seen it? No. They make different types of blades out of, like, forged steel. They just take, you know ball bearings or something melted down and like, create these weapons and stuff. Yeah, but it's uh, white people doing it in a very high-end facility. <laughs> it's really fun. Shanks. They make yeah, but they also make like show. tomahawks and swords and shit. It's really oh. cool. So, it's one of those... pipes since it's forged in fire? No, they don't. <laughs> That's more of a Venice Beach type of a show. But, uh, no, that one's a good, like, have on in the background, and it's quasi-interesting, but also you don't really need to pay attention. So if you get in one of those lulls, that one's on Netflix. They have new episodes on Netflix, so I haven't got to check them out yet. I'm going to, because they used to be on the History Channel. The History Channel. Believe it or not, the History Channel's on a lot in my house, because my son's obsessed with the Civil War and World War II. (laughs) <laughs> He's like a 65-year-old man. <laughs> oh. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to be watching, I know you're excited for, is The Captain on ESPN. Oh, no. I am excited for that, even though he's a fucking Yankee. I, I like Jeter. The and I actually Jeter watched story. the first episode already. So. Did you? How was it? It's pretty good. Pretty good? Kind of sim- just a boilerplate ESPN docuseries. Yeah. Got you. I almost got in a fight <laughs> one time with a Red Sox fan in the back of a box truck on our lunch break over Derek Jeter. Jeter. It was. I was like. He's- it wasn't even like over Derek Jeter, and I didn't even realize the situation was escalating, but. We were on a job site, and the only thing we were doing that day, I was doing the appliances, was there was like five of us. All we were doing was bringing up refrigerators to the floors they needed to go. We were just hauling all day, grunt work, all day. So, first half of the day we go through, my man Jay Sento is a huge Red Sox fan, and we're in the back of the truck because it's hot as balls, eating lunch. So, we're talking sports, something comes up. About uh, if Derek Jeter's a Hall of Famer, I'm like, dude, obviously first ballot Hall of Famer, no, no question. And this, you know, this is a long time ago. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's, I'm like, listen, dude, he's got 300 home runs. He's got, you know, however many stolen bases. Like, dude, he's got all the numbers. Not to mention, he's the captain of the Yankees. He's Derek Jeter. He's dead. He's the first captain yeah. of the Yankees in a long time, bro. Like how? And so we're going back and forth. He's just a Red Sox fan shitting on all the stats I'm throwing right in his face. And then like different scenarios and all this kind of stuff. And to the point where the other three guys are like starting to get this dude riled up. And so finally it's like it comes to a point where he's like yelling at me. I'm like, 
hey, what what's going on here? And he's like, oh, dude, we can we can handle this if you want. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> man, I'll tell you this. And this, I I will say this for the guy. He's a military man. He is one of the dudes where I know for sure. Had we been like, all right, let's do this, fucking big mouth, we'd have got outside of the truck, duked it out, and then after like a minute, we'd have got back, finished our lunch, and went to work. He's that kind of a guy. Like, let's sort this out and be done with us being aggravated at each other. But I didn't realize it was escalating to that point, so I'm like, whoa, 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 are we really going to fight about this shit? And then it kind of like, we walked it back a little bit, but we almost went to blows over Derek Jeter going to the Hall of Fame. It's because you fucking Red Sox fans are just dinging in the head. Oh, I you, guys, you guys got such Yankee hate, you guys can't see past anything. I have Yankee hate. I really hate Mariana Rivera, and I hate Johnny Damon. Yeah. It's just probably worse than all of them, but yeah. Tell me, watch that Johnny Damon DUI video. It'll make you feel better. Johnny Damon, I didn't know Johnny Damon was that good. Like, who thought a little curly head dude like that would have been number one coming out? Like, Growing up, yeah, I, I mean, he's he decent. I don't think he was all that great, but he was he was pretty clutch. Yeah. He was pretty clutch. That's what he was. No, he was. When they needed he a was, hit, he, he was, usually he got one. Good With his weird swing, where he's like, "Are you stepping out of the like batter's box stick. as you swing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, the slapstick. It's like you're not Ichiro, bro. You got long, beautiful, conditioned hair. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> slapstick ass. Oh. All right. Well, guess what else I'm going to watch? Something you should watch, too. This is Guar. You would hate it. You would hate it. I don't know what that is. Guar is a heavy metal band that's very production-based in Hellfire Damnation and bodily fluids and everything. Oh, yeah, you (laughs) know. That's the only reason. Even though I like to keep things uh, synergistic, if you will, um... I didn't put Guar on the playlist this week because I know you wouldn't care for that. So you're welcome for that, Mike. Should we still keep doing this playlist thing? I've been bouncing that back and forth. I don't know. Maybe I'll leave it up to the people in the world. I don't know. I mean, with music, we could go on forever, but it's like also like, man, at what point is this just a silly gimmick? Oh, I can take over and start making a playlist. Well, why don't you collaborate with me? I, all I'm asking for... Hey, people, if you hear this, start hitting up Mike and tell him to be more collaborative because I'm all here. I'm all here for you, buddy. You want to be more collaborative? You want to be in on this week's uh, playlist? I wrote something you down, but we can it. switch it up. Maybe next week's Okay. Playlist. How about this? Since you gave me a rap one last time, why don't you give me... Uh, non-rapper hip-hop this time. Give me, like, some country, some rock, something like that. Don't got no country or no rock for you off the top of my dome. No, you um, have a week. You have a oh, week. No, no. I, oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, for next week, you come with me, come with something, and then I'll match it. All right? But this week, it's going to be Slayer and Pimp C. Throwing it back a little ways. I got you, Claire. All right, sir. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. This was an interesting episode considering we're both kind of feeling like shit in different ways. But, <laughs> hey, uh, we record a little late, but we're here every every Thursday like we say we're going to be. Uh, Mike, I hope you feel better, buddy. I hope so, too, man. All right. Well, on that note, everybody be good to each other. Uh, if you're having a tough time with somebody in your life and you need to take a pause and just... Just take a pause. Be mad at them in a couple of days or something like that. It might be enough time to reassess your life. You know what I'm saying, man? And don't lick toilet seats. Mike, stop getting COVID. I want to see your beautifully shaven balls. Not the real things, but maybe like a silhouette, just so I know that the hairs aren't there. (laughs) Be artsy with it, Mike. Come on. Get some lighting, some shadows. Maybe hang up a sheet and do like walk like an Egyptian. (laughs) That is a full exposure. (laughs) I want armpits too, buddy. It's neck down. Armpits included. Understood, bro. All right. Well, while Mike works on getting smooth, everybody have a great week. I love you, dude. Love you too, my guy. You have a good one. All right. Peace out, people.